Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bissell. I've been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years, and I've read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and hear from those clients as we flash back and they share each of their own experiences and recount in their own words a few eerie, unbelievable, or uncanny accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, something in the air. And in this episode, We listen in on a reading I did with Felicia a while back. She is back to share her experience and what has happened since her reading. I invite you to tune in as we hear her story about how the loving spirits of her deceased partner and daughter came through in her reading with some tough candor and big messages centered on her and her family. We'll hear it all right after this. Something in the air, something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. This was Felicia's first ever visit to a psychic. Her heart was heavy after the passing of her beloved companion, Louie, and she was searching for answers. It was her stepdaughter who, after the death of her father, Louie, came to me for a reading and suggested to Felicia to come see me to connect. As we hear in the reading, The love of her life comes forward with Felicia's deceased daughter to share powerful messages regarding some difficult truths with family, the strength of Felicia in giving support to others, and the healing taking place in her own heart. Felicia returns to share with us, in her own words, the message and the meanings. We'll hear it all right after this. Because small business owners need help. Thoughtfulmarketing.ca, helping businesses thrive. Okay, welcome back and thank you. I read you in 2020 and now can I just want to go back to that. How did you meet me? Um, my uh, stepdaughter uh, mentioned to me after we lost her father. Oh, a referral. Now, did she come see me? Yes, she did. Okay. Okay. And thank you to her and thank you to you. And so have you seen psychics before? Before you know. So this was a first experience for you. It was, yes. Oh, wow. Wow. And so that's kind of exciting. And I always like when I have a 
a brand new person sort of referred to me because I always prefer to cold read people, right? To sort of go into it, not knowing anything and then allow. I always feel like it's the truth that just emerges up through things that way. So you came into the reading with me and where was I located when I read you? Was it online? Was it in person? It was in person. And was it at my shop in Wolseley? It was in Wolseley. Yeah, in Wolseley. Wonderful. So I allowed you to record the reading and I have your recording and I listened to it. And I don't always know in a reading when I, when I read for people, except for what spirit tells me. And so I'm going to ask you a couple questions about your readings because there is some. Now, your original intent, what was your original intent in seeing me? Was it about your deceased partner? Yes, it was. His name was Louie, correct? Yeah, yeah, his name was Louie. He's um, a carpenter. Um, I met him back in 2008. Um, We've been together since 2019 when he got called on to the spirit world. And um, it it pretty much changed my life. We share a a six-year-old son. He was four at the time when Louie passed. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's just been me and Joseph. And, um, you know, there was a struggle there and there was a, a lot of devastation. Um, don't know what life is leading me to when Jesus takes someone like that away from me. And it's not the first time that I lost an important person in my life and, and a part of me. I just didn't know where I was leading to. So I, I needed to see someone. I just didn't know who. And my stepdaughter came along and said she talked to dad and she led me to you. And I was, it brought me a little, some closure some peace of mind and and actually uh it was valentine's yesterday and i finally dreamt of him for the first time in this morning <laughs> wow and um, ironically when we're doing this recording you you said that someone else also showed up now in the reading i think we talked about your daughter my daughter yes tell me about that i had my daughter uh she was seven and a half months and um she passed away tragically um not in my care but there were some unanswered questions and um i've been living with it every day since that day and every morning i you know i just think she would have been 17 on the 19th of february this friday she'd be 17 years old and uh she has three little brothers i think about her all the time i just don't know what happened to her I never got a chance to talk about her, about what happened, but it does um, bothers me, you know, and I know that uh, we got to meet her and she was a big part of in my life and he helped me ease my pain the years I was with him to, you know, take life as precious as it is and, you know, move on and uh, just gave me a whole perspective of life and now he's with her and and then it leads to last Christmas holidays. My sister, she went away on Boxing Day, and I don't know what happened to her. And uh, so three important people in my life just tragically gone for me. <laughs> and I want to know, is there light at the end of the tunnel? Is there something that I'm going to be worried about again? Like, I'm, I'm worried for my parents. What are they going through? Uh, you know, like, who's next? <laughs> It really does make me concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in your reading, it was ironic that uh, Louis and your daughter showed up together right away. He's going to show up. Um, well, your grandma shows up. People always show up together. But aside from his this, 
and then you've got the angel tattoo of your daughter, you're going to be left dimes or money in weird places, like money in weird places just showing up. Wow. And they, and really bringing forward the, the whole discussion on your mom and the, the mother figures. And so in the reading back then, my book two years ago, uh, you uh, talked about maybe healing up with your mom that you guys were just talking again at that point. Yeah. Now, did you have another mother figure, like an auntie or somebody that was close to you? You've got three women around you. Your mom's one of them, and you're trying to rebuild with her. And then my grandmother, and it's her daughter and my mom. Oh, that would make sense. So these two. She came and spent a few nights. Uh, we've been together a, a few times. We go for drives, and, you know, I know she's uh, I'm trying to be there as much as I can for her. I know the feeling of losing a daughter, but, like, I, I lost my child at seven and a half months. She just lost her daughter at 40 years old. And that was my older sister. And I grew up with her since day one and just trying to be there as much as I could for her. Um, we talk every morning. Yeah. I mean, talking to my parents every morning to making sure that they're okay. And, you know, I did fly out to BC to go get my sister for my mom's sake to bring her back to my mom. So that's, that's what I did. I got back on January 17th. So she's with us and hopefully have a gathering for May because her birthday's May 27th. And I'm having a, a proper funeral service for her. I knew that was one thing that you mentioned in the reading. There was something important that's going to happen in May. One of your family members with addiction. And I know that she did have addiction, but she got better. She got clean. Then she got sick and she was put on meds and then she was giving methadone to rely on for her abnormal pain. And that's one thing that uh, I, she ran out and she was gasping for air and she died of wet lung and it's all over the news. <laughs> and, I, you know, it's very hard to just wondering what happened to her, the, the medical negligence. That's what it comes down to. I have a video of her last breaths of gasping for air from her husband, and I don't even want to look at it. I just thinking of all the things I have of this, what took place is putting it on a USB and, you know, maybe investigating it when everybody's clear minded and coming together. So just for my parents sake, because it's, it's pretty heart wrenching. How is your dad? Dad's okay. His plan was to quit smoking on New Year's Day, but because of this happening, he's still smoking. We talked about that also in the recording. Your dad's not well. There's something with his lungs. I don't think it's COVID, but um, he does smoke. Okay, let's have to keep an eye on him. He, he won't quit. No, he won't. He won't stubborn. quit. He's he's very stubborn. But you'll be seeing him this coming summer. And I'm so sorry about your sister. And you know. I do think that spirit might, there's something maybe like in her lung, like a burst artery or something happened that um, uh, burst. And so um, we can talk about that when we do your reading. And tell me about those kids. So we have the three of them with you, correct? Um, I have the youngest with me, mine and Louis' son, Joseph. He, he stays with me. The older two are in uh, group homes. Okay. Yeah. I've been um, 
texting back and forth with my uh, my second oldest. My 13-year-old uh, hasn't been very much communicated with me since the whole ordeal, since Christmas. But he's with grandma, so I know he's okay into his vids. <laughs> That's good. Now, tell me about um, the reading. So when you came to me for the reading and you were sitting and, and uh, we were sort of recording, were you surprised by what came up? I, I, I was, yes. It was all new to me. It was very surprising, especially... I went home and I listened to it over and over and I kind of studied it and it did take place with a, a guy with tattoos on his hands that were imprinted. He was a very bad guy. Hand tattoos on someone's arm like they would have, I don't understand, but it's hand tattoo. Something on hand hands, tattoos, that it looks like they did it themselves or somebody did it, I don't know. Do you know a man in jail right now and he's got a little bit of facial hair here? <laughs> weird, but... Okay. He's a bad guy. He's a bad man. Yeah, I have a son with him and he hurt me really bad mm -hmm. before I ended up with Louie. I thought it was my son's dad. Well, it came down to it was someone I knew that ended up losing their life the week after on the 22nd. So the man that we had discussed in the reading actually wound up passing away after mm -hmm. the reading. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I did. Yeah, we talked about some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, in that reading. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also talked about a woman um, that had died as well. I was thinking. Uh... Nope, don't think too long. I'm going to leave okay. it. Okay. <laughs> don't think too long. I'm going to leave it. Um, and I'm sorry about, wow. So you've had all of this tragic loss at the end of 2020. Now, I want to go back to something else that came up a little bit, was we had two areas. We had your love life. There's this supportive man, and he carries lots of keys. And I don't know why, but uh, right around you, he's got lots of keys. And he's, <laughs> and he's really supportive. And so I think that's going to be important. The, the other things that came up was also your direction for work. And I kept calling you this medicine woman, and I just feel like, you're really healing a family. Wow, you're really healing a whole group of people. You're a medicine woman. Um, I don't wanna sound weird with that, but you are in that uh, you're gonna go where angels fear to tread. So maybe helping people um, where things are very painful. That's, that's where you'll be. And that you're a bit of a medicine woman this way. Because you've got your kids, you're healing with them, and you've got your parents, and you're healing with them. And it is uh, the decisions I make. You know, I, I know family is very important. I know that we all have a past, um, and to accepting what we lost, and you know, things do happen. And I know that my family is not as tough as nails is what I feel that I need to do and that I have to do for them. I just think I, I have to do certain things that are rational decisions sometimes, but I think it was for the best for my family to, to heal. And, you know, just like I had to jump on the plane, nobody could go. Everybody was too sick to be traveling. My dad was too devastated to be jumping in his truck coming to Manitoba. Like when I knew my mom is not well, I had to go get her for, for her, for my two brothers, for my other sister, you know, 
with my boyfriend. <laughs> We've been together since June 6th. <laughs> he has been very supportive, um, keeping me going every night, you know, mornings. Uh, it just, I, I feel that I got to be the rock, rock yeah. of the family. You know, I and have to be there. All around you. And you might find that maybe it picks you for a reason, right? And that, um, for instance, that you'll wind up doing that in your family, your community, for work, where you go. I think that's important. Um, now, one other thing that came up was babies, babies. Kennedy, and that name will be important as well. Okay, it's his daughter. That's probably who now. That's who led me here. Okay, is she pregnant now? She's gonna have a little boy, her second little boy. Okay, she's gonna have four children. There's gonna be a little girl, but Kennedy, uh, he talks to her all the time. That little boy sitting right in his lap right now. Are people having babies? I want my little girl. <laughs> well, you're still working on it. Well, we'll see if that supportive boyfriend with the set of keys is gonna be, um, you know, a stepping forward, but I just, I think abundance is around you. I know you're the rock. So that I, you know, that that came through even when we were reading together. Yeah. And so tell me about other things like that kind of really just struck you in the reading or that kind of came to pass for you that just go ahead to tell me anything else you want to tell me around that. Well, I know that uh, my dad worries me. Mm -hmm. I like, um, like I said, every morning I'm calling them or every night just to make sure that they're okay. And um, what's taking place here with my new relationship is um, uh, someone sent me an angel again <laughs> to love again. So <laughs> we get along very well, you know, yeah. uh, he's a good father figure to Joseph that melts my heart. Um, we're out in the country. Yeah. I've been coming out here all the time. I have a condo in Winnipeg. I don't think oh, I've barely seen since I've been back. <laughs> Didn't we talk about this in yeah. your reading? Back and forth, back and forth. Can I just say this? Mm -hmm. You'll have two houses or your foot in two places, you know, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But your heart is out of town. And um, you can go there at times, maybe to hide away, get away warms my heart. I think that's great. And I have my license. I'm going for my driver's test in June. And then nice. I'm going to buy a car. I will be buying then a you're car gonna buy in that new, You got to get that new car going. <laughs> well, that's exciting too. And we talked a little bit about that back in November then. Did you get a new vehicle this last year? No, I just got my license. My oh, well, that's okay. Because there's decisions around your driving. Mm -hmm. Hopefully get a new car. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Now, may I ask you something? Yeah. Was there something about genealogy that came up? Half siblings that came out of the woodwork? Um, I do have half siblings. I have an older sister and an older brother that have a different father than me and my sister and my little brother. So I'm the baby out of five. I just call him my little brother because he's a year uh -huh. older than me. So we're like the youngest. So there should be five of you, yeah. Yeah. And um, have they come out of the woodwork lately, these halves? My my step, my brother, uh, the oldest one, every, when I go home, he comes and spends a couple nights with me. He's, he has a stroke. He, is, um, he had a stroke, I think I mentioned 
I don't know if I mentioned it to you. No, I don't. But he know. does have disability because oh. of his stroke. Okay. Um, but he comes and stays with me because he gets lonely at home. So yeah, yeah you know, yeah. kind of makes it my home cozy. And yeah, well, um, my older sister, things are not in the books for us, I guess, because I haven't heard from her over a year until that happened last December. And I haven't heard from her since I've been back. So I know that uh, things are not bright, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what what's um, in it for our relationship, but I think uh, you can love them at a distance and, and keep it that way for the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to share? I do have my, my good friend there. Um, you said that, that she was like a sister. You've got a lot of good women around you or good friends or sisters from other misters or something, but you've got a solid group of women around you. Got your back. Very supportive. She's there in Winnipeg. Uh, she's been looking after my plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good friend. Plants and pets. If they watch those, then you know they're good. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's about it. Just... I'm glad that my relationship feels so strong, you know, and yeah. things are moving slowly. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I think they're headed in the right direction for you either way. Well, thank you. And thank you for uh, sharing your time today. And I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank you for sharing this whole story. Uh, and is there any final thoughts, anything else you just want to sort of leave me with leave, in this did it change no, I, your thoughts around how you see spirit did you feel connected more connected with louis knowing he's around i know he's here i totally yeah. know he's here and he's feels like he brings up memories from what we had together <laughs> and that just kind of brings a brand new day like i'm smiling i'm like i'm glad i got to that visit you know that just made my this made my day thank yeah. you too <laughs> oh no, thank you. Um, thanks for picking me as your psychic. And I will see you again. <laughs> Absolutely. Take care, my friend. You too, Bernice. Have a good day. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light and you are valued. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.